0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and thank you for listening to this Hills for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja based event and wedding photographer, Taveshima Ayede. Now, if I remember correctly, I think over the last uh, two or three recordings, we've looked into what simple sales situations are and what complex sales situations are, and how they are different according to whether you're uh, dealing with a commodity. Or you have a simple subject matter uh, the number of parties involved whether they're relatively few two or three or you're dealing with a whole bunch of people you know 15 to 20 and if they're based um, if you're dealing with uh, low priced items and whether long-term relationships are desirable or not so those are the key uh, factors that we looked at as um distinguishing characteristics between sales and situations. And I believe we wrapped up the conversation by uh, trying to figure out if in the wedding and the event space, if we're dealing with simple sales or complex sales um, situations, because they have implications for how we price our products or services and how we negotiate at the end of the day. And um, uh, forgive me if the examples that I gave, uh, that's using wedding planning and the florist and all of that, Forgive me if the examples were not um were not uh hm, how do I put it? Forgive me the examples were not uh properly suited. You know, since I'm a wedding photographer, sometimes when I'm um asking sometimes when I'm making uh analogies using other people in the wedding space i'm just running off of common knowledge because i'm a wedding photographer so i don't really know much about what florists do or what the sales process of a florist is and the possible um, scenarios that they're trying to cater to the same thing with um, event and wedding planning so my examples might not always be apt but i hope um, that given the limitations if any with the examples that i put forward that the um that they were okay at least to pass uh, across uh, the point so basically simple sales situation take it or leave it uh, try and extract as much value as you can out of the situation and then cut if you're in a complex sales situation more nuance more subtlety more sophistication more conversations are required now on that note today we're looking at one time um, closes versus one call closes now For some of you who are hearing these things, these words for the first time, you might wonder, is there a difference between a one-time close and a one call close? And why are we splitting hairs? Why are we making a difference um, about these things that essentially sound the same? Now, the reason why they are uh, different is because, um, well, before I started getting involved in listening to podcasts and reading sales books and things like that, I didn't really pay concrete attention um, in my sales process to when I'm supposed to ask for the decision, when I'm supposed to ask for someone to cut me a check or to make that transfer, or basically um, when I'm supposed to ask for the person to make a decision so that we could um, go ahead with it. it. It's something I've been freestyling about, and I realized that a lot of my, you, my brothers and sisters in the wedding and the event space also freestyle around this as well. Now, uh, freestyling... I think it's a sin. You should have a process around your sales, but there are people who uh, commit an even bigger sin. And I think wedding photographers and videographers, uh, they are the ones who commit this sin uh, the most. Maybe some other professionals do, but I guess I hang around mostly with wedding photographers, videographers and um, wedding planners, in that particular order, maybe then makeup artists. So I have noticed this failing more in photographers and videographers. And the sin here is that there are a lot of people who each time they approach the client, they want to close the sale right now. The person comes to the bridal expo. um, Okay, so we're in February now. So the next expo that should hold if it does, should be um, the Bridal Experience. That's the one organized by brides and babies at their Abuja flagship store. So assuming that goes ahead, there are some photographers who actually go there assuming that it's possible to meet someone there, especially when they don't know you for the first time and then you close the deal. Basically, they make a transfer, you know, 100K, 250K to secure your services. Now, that does happen. But it doesn't uh, It doesn't happen um, all the time. Um, and I think that is at the heart of what this distinction is between a one-time close and a one-call close. Now, what the wedding photographer or videographer is trying to do in that situation is to make a one-time call. Sorry, a one-time um, close. This is the first time that we're meeting. You don't know me from Jack Robinson. But somehow, I just think that I'm going to woo you with my charm, my personality, uh, my photo books, my video samples, um, what else? I'll just overwhelm you and you'll leave the event and you're going to give me a deposit for 200k against your wedding. Now, that is possible and that does happen, but not all the time. So that is a one-time close. You're meeting the first time and you just want to seal the deal on the spot. Now, a one-call close, however... Assumes that you're going to have multiple calls with this individual. So they come and meet you at the bridal fair, that's one call. After the bridal fair, maybe you guys meet for one meeting at your office, that's one call. And maybe after that, you meet at their parents' house, that's another call. So you have multiple closes, Uh, sorry, uh, yeah, multiple calls. Now, the idea is that at each call, you have a specific objective that you have in mind, and you get them to just close on that um, objective so uh one of the plays that i used to run um maybe two or three years back at bridal fairs was i went to the bridal fair not because i was trying to get them to make a 100k deposit on the spot but because i wanted to get a commitment from them that they are interested often you have um, a lady there without her spouse and the place is just too noisy anyway to have any serious conversations Because at bridal fairs in Abuja, I don't know if things have changed in Lagos, the music is really loud, you guys are shouting across um, each other, and uh, for the large sums of money that we're talking about for wedding photography and video and lighting and sound and everything, you have budgets that are running into hundreds of thousands of naira, and that is not the ideal kind of situation, um, ideal kind of context to have those kinds of um, uh, conversations. So basically, at the wedding fair, my process was, be sure that they are interested, get their contact details, and get them to commit to another meeting where me and my video guy, Shergun, will be able to sit down and then have a proper conversation um, with them. So you see how, in that case, I have um, multiple calls in mind. First call, bridal show. Second call, meeting. You know, third, fourth, fifth call. Well, of course, we're not trying to stretch it out as long as possible. We want to get things to be as short as possible, but... We had at the back of our minds, Shagun and I, that there were going to be multiple calls. And so, so long as at this present call, we obtained our objective, we're fine. So, if they show up at the bridal fair and they are interested and they drop their details and we fix the day for the meeting, we're good. We've made progress. So, um, we'll just make a note of what all the commitments are. And if they say, uh, yeah, Tuesday next week is fine, Monday next week, I'll call them get a hard commitment for uh, Tuesday's meeting and then we uh, set it up, your place or mine. And then at that specific meeting, we'll have um, uh, another thing that we want to gain commitment on and on and on and on. And so that's the big uh, difference between uh, this term, a one-time close versus a one-call close. So one time, you just want to toast them, woo them and get that commitment right now. Now that can be done for huge sums of money. But you will find that when these things typically happen is when you're dealing with a simple sales situation. When you go to go and buy a goosey, like in the example I gave, there's no go-come about the situation. You either like this goosey or you don't. If you don't like it, you step and you move to the next stall. If you like it, you bring out 300 naira and you take, you know, one cup or two cups or however many. But for a complex sales situation, typically, you know, there are multiple calls. Like, uh for most of us when we wanted to buy <clears throat> our first car, well, for me, I'm still at the first car anyway. So for most of us when we wanted to buy our first car or our only car, the process was we didn't just walk up to um, a lot in, um, when I bought my car, we were in Lagos. So we didn't just walk up to a lot in Keja and then say, how much? And they gave you a price and you guys haggle gold and then you just got a check, you know? So typically you visit multiple lots you go to one place, you feel the guys out. You look at the car, you think this car is cool. You guys chat a bit, gives you a ballpark figure. You collect his phone number. You know, you go away. You make some uh, um, phone calls, compare prices, and you know, eventually you come back again. Maybe two, three visits before you pick up uh, the car, and then there's some haggling. You can see that here, it's a complex sales situation because uh, it's a car, it's expensive. You're going to be discussing with a number of people. You want to know what your brother's opinion is. You want to know what your wife thinks. You think about, oh, how many kids you guys have? Or do you have more babies on the way? Um, is it the right size? Uh, what else? Maybe even, you know, what your father in law thinks about what a good car is, especially if you're going to be borrowing money from him. But bottom line is there's a lot of money involved. It's a complex item. There are lots of stakeholders. You're going to be talking to lots of people. You're not just going to walk into a lot and say, how much is that BMW? And they tell you 40 mil, and then you say, what's your account number? You know, that's not how it works for some of these things. And I really think that we wedding industry professionals, especially uh, photographers and videographers, we need to get out of this mind frame. Stop this whole thing of you're meeting them today for the first time, and you can't seal that deal like that. Now, if you've put in some work, on the other hand, you've been building a brand and a reputation maybe for the last 10 years, like some of our bigger brothers and sisters in the business, you know who they are, so no need to call names. In that case, it is possible, because I have heard of someone call up Keleti Amadi and then speak, I think it was a baptism or something like that, uh, it was a phone call, and then, you know, huge figures, supposedly in the millions, and the person made a deposit right after the conversation, now, that's exactly the kind of thing that I'm talking about. Kelechi uh, Amadiobi has been at this game for a long time. He's been it since we won secondary school. He's built up a following, a reputation, a brand. He's known not just in wedding circles, well, mostly in commercial and advertising circles anyway, and stuff like that. So he has that kind of reputation. Now, for someone who can afford it, they can say, all right, no problem. I'll make a 500000 hour deposit. Can I have your account details? So for the rest of us, until we get there, um... You're applying on due pressure when you meet a bride the first time. And um, this is really uh, bad of a scene because you will find that often the photographer or videographer is a guy. And then we are talking to a lady, a bride, and the folks at your stand are going to be other guys as well, other photographers. It just doesn't, uh, I don't know how to put this, the vibe doesn't come across very nice when a lady approaches your stall and then four guys are really driving her for the clothes, and they want her to say yes on the spot or uh, make a deposit for uh, 100k or for her to commit to making a deposit for 100k within the next week or whatever. So in the wedding and event space let's have a uh, uh, one call close kind of mentality in this situation what is the reasonable commitment that we can expect to get out of this. And let's aim for that. We make that small incremental gain and we're good. Make the small incremental gain and then move on and leave the one-time closes uh, that big ask. Leave it to when you're in simple sales situations or when you're dealing with um, such a high net worth individual that you know money is not a problem or whatever, that for them it is not a simple sale at all, even if your bill for wedding photography happens to be a hundred and um, fifty sorry, maybe even if your bill happens to be you know 500 or 600k or whatever. So that's the idea basically between a one time call, so a one time close versus a one call close. So it's my opinion that in the wedding space a lot of the closing that we're going to do will have to be done by making micro commitments in time. So meet them at the wedding fair, get a small commitment. They meet you at your office, you get a small commitment. Um, What else? Uh, You meet at their parents' house, you get another small commitment. And that's how we move it along until um, we uh, collect the check and then they make the transfer. So um, that's how I believe we should do it. Well, of course, if um, any of you have a different idea, opinion about that, and you reach out, I'm easy to find, because my contact details are all over uh, on the podcast and also on the web, then yeah, shoot me uh, a message, and I would uh, like to have a conversation with you, and we can talk things about how you handle your own sales process. And, of course, it would be nice um, for that to have here on the podcast so that we can see different perspectives on that. All right, so I think this is all we have today on uh, the one-time call versus the, sorry, one-time close versus the one call close. Uh, let's see, so on the next, right, let me have a look at my notes, what I have lined up, mm. okay, let's see. Okay, I think next we're gonna be looking to the question of whether you should apply pressure in sales or not, and I guess it would make sense uh, that we should move on to that, especially since I mentioned that in that uncanny situation, where you are uh, trying to go for the one-time close. You want that uh, babe to commit to you guys immediately. Um, It's a high-pressure situation. Music is loud, lots of stimulus. And then you have these four guys, and all of them are bearing down on you, saying, uh, you know, this is the wedding photographer. We're the crew for you. Uh, How soon are you ready to make a deposit? So we'll move into that next. So thank you for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. Um, Thank you for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys on the next episode.